Hey y'all, welcome to the Conversations Podcast, where women with a shared experience come together and have a conversation. My name is Tracy, I'm your host. In today's episode, you'll be getting to know me. I'll be talking about my own experiences and my journey. You'll get to find out who is this host, what is she about. In this episode, this is me, Tracy. So happy that you're here. Today, we're going to be doing things just a little bit different. Uh, Normally, I am your host, Tracy, but this time, we're going to have a different host, Miss Brenna. You say, hey, Brenna. Hey. (laughs) Um. I feel like because of the podcast, Brenna, um, and all of the episodes we've been having, we've been, I've been asking people to talk about things, experiences for them that um, can be very vulnerable, can be very transparent, sometimes can be very surface. And I definitely don't think it's fair to ask that of people, and I don't give that of myself. So this episode is about who I am, your host, Tracy, um, what my experiences are, and We'll just kind of go from there. So your host for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, will be Miss Brenna. <laughs> okay. I am so excited to be able to ask you questions and find out a little bit more about you. And I'm sure the audience is excited also to learn about our lovely conversations host, Miss Tracy. <laughs> So, Tracy, you are an extrovert. You love to engage and interact and be around people. Um, You are really great at uniting people, pulling people together. So I am curious, what is one thing that most people don't know about you? Um... I am all those things, Brenna. <laughs> I am. But I think most people don't know that I, I am a shy person, believe it or not. I I am very, um, I guess, I, I'm not easily embarrassed, but I am shy into new situations. Um, and sometimes old situations, I am a little shy. Um, but I think sometimes I, I cover it up with just kind of my personality, but I am, I'm very shy at times. Okay. And have you always been shy or is this something that developed over time? Um, I think I've always been shy, um, but I've, I've been adventurous too. So I think it's just something that I've, I've always been um, in a way I'm shy with new people Um, but I'm adventurous with new experiences. I'll just, you know, go out and try them. Um, I don't know if it's, I'm being observant of people or just watching people, whatever, but I'm just kind of shy in in new situations. I kind of like to fill it out a little bit before I decide if I want to engage or, or put myself in, um, you know, people's company, I guess at times. Okay. You know, I have to say that that is surprising for me to learn about you. (laughs) I don't think I would have 
said, Tracy must be so shy. <laughs> I, you know, well, we cover things up sometimes, I guess. And I think once you get to know me, you realize I am very sociable. I'm outgoing when I'm very comfortable with people. Right. But uh, initially, I, I am a kind of shy in situations. Okay. Well, I love learning new things about you. <laughs> Because you are, we are all very complex people. So Tracy is shy. I love it. Um, What helps you become comfortable with the person? So you say you're initially shy. How do you warm up to people? I don't know. (laughs) I think for me, it's more so like just a feeling and just kind of observing and just letting that guard down. Yeah. Um, makes me feel comfortable I think sense. the biggest thing for me if I really think about it is probably transparency you know sometimes you get to know people and you kind of start talking like oh that's me too or whatever that makes me feel more comfortable yeah that absolutely makes sense so my next question is what are three words you would use to describe yourself and you've already used shy so that can't count we need (laughs) we need three other words three other words hmm I would say that I am a very uh I'm gonna say caring um I I think I'm that person that cares about uh people that are important to me their well-being and how they're doing I'm that person that would call and check up on you if you come across my mind. Just, you know, hey, just thinking about you, seeing how things going. Um, and I would also say, say shy, caring. Um, I would have to say that I can be indecisive. Okay. Very. It's always like... Um, when I go somewhere to eat or want to try something new or whatever, it's like, oh, I'm going to try this. And then when I get there, I'm like, that looks good. Or no, but what if I do this? I'm constantly always weighing the pros and cons in my head and kind of stuck with which one do I go with in decision making at times, which could be a fault. <laughs> All right. So shy, caring and indecisive. Um, mm-hmm. Would you say that the caring aspect, does it ever weigh you down or do you feel exhausted from it? Um, I feel like there are times where it can get exhausting. Um, I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I can realize um, with relationships that I have when you're the only person pouring into it mm. and kind of being clear about the expectations from that relationship. Um, and knowing how to handle accordingly. If you know your relationship with uh, someone is you're the one that's always pouring. For me, I've learned that maybe I don't pour there so much. It's, you know, sprinkled every now and then because I'm not getting anything back. Right. Um, and I can find that that can be exhausting, um, whether that be friends or family. Um, but the ones that it's a reciprocal situation of pouring into each other, um, I love those type of relationships. Um, just just checking in on people because you know sometimes we just not okay and we just don't say it, or sometimes we are. I always, um, my mom always taught me that you know when somebody come across your mind, go ahead and check on them, go on and call them. And so that's something that's always stuck with me, and that's just something that I just do. Yeah, I mean Tracy, when you said that sometimes you're the only one pouring in. And you have to maybe step back and sprinkle. That's that's a word right there. Like, how did you oh. 
come to realize like I can't keep pouring into this if I'm not being poured back into because you can I feel like for me I would get empty Mm -hmm. I would get dry um and it's like you kind of walk away from it like what what am I doing like am I at this point am I bothering you am I a nuisance to you um it's just it's just something when you realize like you know I'm giving more to this than than what I, I am getting back or you're not there for me like I'm there for you and I don't know it's it's just just coming in I think it's more so if I, I'm being honest with myself I've done a lot of growing and I feel like I've lost myself uh kind of early on in mm-hmm. age and having kids and stuff I, I kind of got lost in um you know, being a mother and, and um, I was in a career field where I was giving, uh, it required me to give and required me to be present and on call, you know, almost 24 seven. And it's like, you're giving and giving so much and having nobody pour into you and you feel like you're okay. And you're running on fumes and stuff. And then I think I just started realizing, okay, this isn't working for me. Who am I now at this point in my life? What do I like? How have I changed? What do I need? Yeah. And I think once I started coming in tune with those things for myself, I was able to identify this is healthy for me. No, this isn't healthy for me. I- yeah, I mean, that's grown woman stuff right there, Tracy. <laughs> I love it. Still growing, girl. Still growing. Yeah, but, you know, to be able to recognize again, like, what is it that I want? Your needs matter just as much as someone else's. And so, yes. And I'm also curious, you said indecisive. Um, So you said that's something that's kind of always been there. If you go to a restaurant, what if this is good? What if I want to try this? How do you work through that? Um, You know, a lot of times... I don't, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like I just kind of go back and forth. Like, for example, uh, we, we do, we'll go out to eat or something or we'll get something. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this. And then I'm like, but that looks good, but this look good. Then I'll ask the waiter, what do you recommend? And it's like, I'm getting all this stuff from people. And it's like, we just want you to pick what you want to eat. <laughs> and it's like, but all, all of this looks so good. I don't know. But what if I like this more than that? In my head, it's like a freaking chaos. It's like, mm-hmm. but you want this, but you may want this, but that may not be good. But then you know what this tastes like, but you don't want to be bored with this. It's like, what's going in my head? And then eventually it's just like, I'm just going to go with that and just, just go with it. Yeah. And then the whole time, once I say it, I'm still in my mind, like, maybe I should have did something else. Mm, what if that's not it? Um, maybe I was craving this a little bit more. And then when I get in this good, it's like, okay, that was fine. But I do that until I get a result. I don't, okay. I don't, know, um, <laughs> okay. I don't know why that is. It's more so, I would think, um, I guess sometimes I, I, I'm second guessing myself a lot. I, if you're being honest, I think that's basically what indecisive is, not standing, making a decision and standing strong in it. So that's definitely something that I must say I definitely have to work on. Um, I know it can be very annoying to other people um, around, but it's just the pros and cons um, going in my head, just trying to weigh them out, but Mm -hmm. thinking about all these different options, I just have to get out of my head. Um, So that's something I'm still working on. I can't, I think it's a play by play situation for the situation I'm in. 
when I'm having right. those indecisive moments, um, it's it's still a work in progress. If I must say must say so myself, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love your vulnerability in that, right? You're like, I know mm-hmm. that this can annoy other people, but I'm wanting to make sure that I'm choosing wisely, and so I have to take the time to weigh the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think even with that, something big, I was going back and forth with, okay, COVID, this summer school starting back. I have kids. So my kids are school age. Do they go to school? Do they stay home? So I'm going back and forth with all of these options. What's best? What isn't? I keep talking to people about what their options are. And that's probably like a bad thing. I need to stop doing that. Um, And like why they came to their decision. So then it makes me reevaluate my decision and stuff. And then in the end, I end up going with decision, which which works out fine for me. You know, but Mm -hmm. I second guessed it my entire summer. I spent the whole entire time focused on that, that thing just going back and forth. And it's just like, girl, get it together. (laughs) Well, but what I'm hearing you say is I wanted to make the best decision possible for my kids. And so it makes sense that you're asking other parents their thoughts. Maybe you ask teachers their thoughts because I mean, this is our first pandemic that we've been alive for. We don't know how these things are going to play out. Um, so, yeah, again, I hear you say, like, it it ruined my summer a little bit because I was just going back and forth, the stress of it all. Mm-hmm. But also, you're like, these are my kids. I want to make sure that I'm doing what I can for them um, to the best of my ability. 100%. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So you gave me shy. You gave me caring. You gave me indecisive. Um, just go ahead and give me one more word. What's one more word for Tracy? I think I'm just, uh, I'm just fun in a way. I just love to laugh. I'm just fun. Let's have a good time. Let's take the stress off and let's just enjoy the moment. I agree. You are absolutely fun. Audience, Tracy is fun. Just so you know. <laughs> yes, I've I've learned that over time, being present in the moment and having those moments and cherishing them. You know, because people people are here for a moment and then then they're gone. And it's like make the most of that time that you have with them, enjoying that moment. Just whether it's just, you know, laying on the couch watching TV or have the TV off and you just relax, sitting, chilling, talking about life or just different things. I just think it's just, just moments to cherish and just making the most of it. Memories, just having memories. Yes. Ooh, I think that is a great next question. (laughs) Tell us what is a fun memory that you have that you want to share just a time where you just felt carefree relaxed and just enjoyed yourself um I think let's see I think that memory was for um let's see I am 36 I want to say maybe it's my 34th birthday um, my husband planned for like all my good friends to 
coming to town, the ones that could make it, coming to town, had no clue about it. And it was a surprise. But we turned my house into like an Airbnb for just everybody stayed here. You know, we worked out the room situation and stuff. And just getting together, just having a good time. I didn't have to plan nothing. I was just there. It was a weekend experience. I was surrounded by people that loved me. And we just had a good time. Nobody was worried about anything. The laughter for days. I love it. Yes. Um, so moving on, tell me a little bit about what inspired you to start the Conversations podcast. Mm. Well, I've had I have my own personal experiences in life and things that I've I've had to go through. Um, some good and some bad. But I've also found that sometimes just having a conversation with another woman, um, whether you sometimes it's it's a little easier with strangers um but when you have like one thing in common one shared experience in common and you can talk about it freely um and nobody is stuck into a role that they play in a friendship or or anything like that it's just there's no judgment it's just we have the shared experience and we're talking about it people tend to bear their souls a little bit more and i just mm-hmm. find it it's just something that is just so good about it that just makes you feel like dang I ain't the only person going through this I ain't crazy and for me it was um before I had um Chloe I had a miscarriage and so my mom never had a miscarriage or anything like that well my mom was a very supportive person um but she didn't know necessarily how to be there for me because it's something that she didn't have an experience with I didn't know what I needed I didn't know what to tell her I needed because this is my first time going through it nobody I knew talked about it so nobody I knew had an experience with a miscarriage um so it just seemed like there was a lot of questions I had on the inside there was a lot of things I didn't talk about um and that I just kind of kept to myself um at that time we had lived in a two-bedroom apartment and so you know you go to the doctor and find out you're pregnant at that time they gave you maybe like a little pamphlet uh packet that had maybe a few little baby items in there and just information at that time um and so when we had found out we put that in that room because you know you know later on down the line we're going to start getting this room ready for you know the baby and stuff like that and then to have a miscarriage that was really rough on me um and now I think about it I don't think I admit it to how rough it was but it's like once I went through it one of my mom's good friends, she, you know, old people talk to each other stuff. So um, she was like, I had one when I was younger. And then I ended up having my kids. And then it was like more, more and more people started coming around that I didn't even know had experienced that. Some people that I knew. And then kind of just like when I got comfortable enough to, to talk about it, um, more, yeah. you, you know, openly, even with people I didn't know or if I heard somebody talking, I could chime in a little bit. Um it, it made me realize that this is something that a lot of women go through and nobody has conversations about it. Nobody talks about it. And you are truly grieving. You're grieving or you're wondering why or whatever emotion you go through, you're going through an emotion with it. And there were times I felt alone, you know? Right. And so um, my husband had his way of grieving with it. And just me, I just feel like I went within myself and just turned in. But then once I had started having these conversations with women about it, it made me feel like, God, I'm not by myself. 
what else is it that we don't talk about? Because I did feel a sense right. of shame with it. I did, and I don't know why I felt that. Um, I felt a sense of shame with that, and it made me wonder, will I ever be able to have kids? Um, you know, what does this look like? Is what is good? Is there something I could have done different or whatever? And again, having those conversations really just opened things up for me. Um, and it made me realize there's more stuff that we go through as women that only a woman can relate to at times. And what if we start just talking about them, um, just putting it out there? Because I truly believe once you address things and you put things out there, whatever shame is attached to it, it immediately has to start coming off because you've exposed it. And then you realize right. either some people have had the same experience or they haven't, or maybe some people are going to experience one day. And they just need to know they are not by themselves. You can either feel enlightened, empowered, or not. You just know you ain't alone. And that in itself was just good enough for me. And so I always knew I enjoyed talking to people. Um, people tend to always open up to me. Um, I, I don't know if it's because I'm kind of just like transparent with people, probably giving them too much information at times. But um, I, I, I thought, what what is something that I can do? I know I'm not like a a, a crafter. Um, you know, I'm not selling a product or anything like that, but I do enjoy having women come together and just talk with women with a shared experience or not just to talk about their personal experience and every outcome could be completely different, but that's okay. There was a similarity in that, that unites us. And that's what made me come up with the podcast conversations. And it, it, originally it was supposed to be called Beautiful Surprise because I thought that, you know, what's so beautiful? It's beautiful that women come together and it's surprising what can happen, you know, afterwards. But then it's like I feel like I always had to explain it, like what it was. And then something came to me, which I knew it was the Lord. It was just like, just call it conversations. You don't have to explain it. The topics are all over the place or whatever. But it's really people just come and having a conversation and take what you want from it. Yeah. Tracy, that is a really powerful story that you shared about your miscarriage. And, you know, you said, I didn't know what I needed in that moment. And I just felt so alone. And it wasn't until I had conversations with other people that I realized they've experienced it too. And I'm not alone. Um, and that's, I mean, there, there can be healing in that, right? Knowing that you aren't alone in this. Mm -hmm. it, it just, I didn't feel like an eyeball. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good feeling to go through, but it, it's a common thing that happens. So it, it, it makes you feel like I can overcome this. You, you know what I'm saying? For me, yeah. that's what I feel like. It's going to be okay. You know, life after this goes on it's going to be okay I never forget I actually had two miscarriages one before each child but I never I never forget um those babies they're always there nice. in my mind but I'm able to move on yeah you're able to move on oh. and part of the inspiration for this podcast sounds like just being able to have conversations with other women. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, that is, I think it's a beautiful surprise that has come out of 
your life experiences that you are able to now have this podcast. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I think it's beautiful that women are are open because, you know, sometimes we're like, nah, I don't want to talk. I just listen. I don't want to put that out there because unfortunately we do live in a society that judges. Everybody has an opinion about this, that, and the other. And that's okay. You know, maybe your experience was just here for just one person to hear that story. Oh, my God. Think how amazing you you are. We are as humans, as women, that we are here. We're loved so much. Let me say that. We're loved so much that some people go through certain experiences or we all go through certain Go, all go through experiences and we always time to end up coming in contact with somebody who needs to hear about our experience that are going through it that's about to go through it or whatever so it's like a big circle you love that much that somebody's here to have gone through an experience and let you know it's okay I've gone through it you know it may not be the same experience but you can make it through to the other side and even when we're going through it and we feel like we're stuck we can look at somebody else and it's like oh I've gone through it it's okay you can make it to the other side times change but sometimes some of the stories and experiences are a little different but still kind of the same in a way I just I don't know <laughs> So tell me, when was a time where you have felt the most challenged in your life? Hmm. I think it was um, when when I had Chloe and uh, working uh, a a job that was in a field that was very demanding um, that caused me to to give a lot um and then being in a new area with no family and having uh I I had Chloe and Titus actually so I had two kids under the age of three I was working a full-time job that demanded a lot um it was very essential and then being married and trying to keep everything together and then trying to be this you know amazing woman too and that was so challenging for me I think because I wasn't real with myself at times to be like hey girl you need a break hey girl maybe you need to take some time off for a mental health day pour back into yourself or you know you need to tell your husband look you let let go control you for yourself like he he doing good he got this let him do it you know mm-hmm. stop trying to do everything your way if you feel like feeling like you know if I don't do it it ain't gonna be done right like why are you putting all this unnecessary pressure on yourself and yeah. um that that was a challenge for me at that time thank god I've been brought through it <laughs> where do you think that pressure came from myself just crazy you know just being <laughs> just just trying to be everything like I you know Looking at all these celebrities, you know, they do all this and other and not realistically looking in that they have help. They have nannies. They have, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, they're not just single handedly doing it, not to take away from their work. I had to be realistic with my situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I have to, I don't have an assistant. I have to plan these things out. I have to make sure, you know, um, 
things are, are being taken care of and then trying to make sure everybody gets their time and then making sure I, I'm staying on top of things uh, at work and, and things like that. So it felt like if I had one together, one was slipping. If the other one together, one was slipping. Um, and then me just, I feel like I was just in a fog, just mm-hmm. going through the motions. Okay. Now, I know that you said that this was right after you had your two kids and you're Mm -hmm. working a full-time job and you're just trying to be everything to everyone. Do you think maybe there was um, some baby blues in there, a little postpartum, do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I really, I don't, I don't know. Um, Hmm. I'm going to have to think about that one, Brenna. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I ask, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, we know that um, miscarriages aren't something that are readily talked about. And mm-hmm. so I, I don't think postpartum depression is as well. And there was um, something on social media mm-hmm. floating around that said, for black women, um, depression and anxiety is usually not recognized. What's recognized is this sense of failure or this sense that I'm letting things slip. Anyway, <laughs> just something, just something I was curious that about. That is something to think to about. Talk. I did um, see that on social media. I was like, God, that is, that's a, that's very powerful right there. You know? Yeah. Because for the longest, <laughs> addressing mental health was so taboo. <laughs> it, it re- and it's still, there's still some people who don't want it addressed. So. Right, right. And then it's like, you know, kind of come from our mother. Girl, I did all of that. With I did, had you this, that, and the other, was able to do all this. So it's like, you feel like you got to live up, you know? Like, I, I don't want to be this weak woman, but... There, when you realize ain't nothing weak about that <laughs> there's nothing weak about that at all and that's why I tell my mother I was like that's why you're tired yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be 65 and tired <laughs> yes just want to enjoy life at that age right okay so you have shared um a very challenging and difficult time for you. So now tell me, when have you felt the most proud? I felt the most proud when I, when I did have my, uh, when I had my kids, I felt proud because I felt like, ah, you know, something that I worried about would happen or whatever. I was able to do it. Um, but I think recently I felt the most proud um, when I recorded my first episode, because at that point I was no longer talking about it, thinking about it, dreaming about it. I was doing it. Mm. Something for me outside yeah. of everything else. Something for me. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, I just talked about always pouring into other people and, and stuff like that. But I feel like um, you you got to take a step back and realize who you are. Because I feel like I've for, I've evolved. I'm 36 now. I'm not the same person I was in my 20s and my teens or my you know my early 30s. I think int- my interests have changed. Interests have changed 
Um, I feel like I have I have grown. My needs have changed. Um, who I am, my body has changed. And embracing all of that and being able to identify what it is that I need, um, being able to um, know what it is I like, wanting to have new experiences, being able to, you know, make goals for myself where I am in life and where I see myself going um, and, and the things that I want to do. I think getting to the point to be able to do that um, is a big accomplishment because then I am true to myself. I'm I'm standing in my truth, and therefore I can be the best person I can be for anybody else, for my kids, um, for my husband, for everybody else. Because I'm 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 it for me first, and now when I pour into other people, I'm giving them the best of me. I'm not giving from, you know, somebody who's you know questioning who they are or unaware of what their need or negating their self and disrespecting their self um, because I'm not, you know, taking care of myself. Um, I, I just feel like that's just a proud moment for me. Okay. Yeah. So getting that first podcast recorded, I mean, this is something you have dreamed about envisioned and mm-hmm. out and I mean now here you are with season one almost done yes it's something I've thought about for a long time and something that I wondered like yeah am I ready to put it out there what does it look like R- researching how this works what goes into it um what all like what equipment do you need and stuff and then actually taking all that time and actually like, all right, let's jump, let's do it. And, and just going for it is, is a proud moment because I can say I I at least tried and I did it. You took that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Okay. So where do you hope to be five, 10, 15 years from now? Um, I I would like to be uh um let's see for for myself I'm not going to put my you know family into this I would like to be uh still growing still evolving um still willing to take leaps of faith um I hope to be further along in my podcast um, I hope that it uh, really grows uh, and that we don't it doesn't become stale, still find out new information, new experiences and still discussing them um, and possibly, you know, seeing where that, that goes from there. Um, that's that's kind of what I see for myself right now. And I, I want to take a moment to just enjoy the, the roses, you know. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So Tracy, we have learned that you are shy, you are caring, a little bit indecisive, but also fun. We we know you to be an engaging podcast host. Um, I loved learning about your proud moments and your most challenging moments and just being able to hear from you. So what, what are some words of wisdom that you could share with people as they start to learn more about themselves and their own growth process? I would say 
words my mother always gave that I live by. What you don't deal with will deal with you mm. at some point in your life. <laughs> yeah. So learning how to deal with things and talk about things and dealing with ourselves and, and not putting stuff like if I don't deal with it, if you know, I, I don't have to worry about it. So dealing with things head on, addressing things, um, I think is a plus. And I think, you know, just sometimes just transparency is just such an amazing and freeing thing. We all got a story. We all got an experience. Um, But just talking about it, taking the shame off of it, forget what anybody's thoughts are about it. That's your experience. That's your truth. And, you know, some people just, you know, people need to hear that. And just owning that and being in that. It's just such an alive experience. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Well, Tracy, I have so enjoyed being able to turn the tables on you. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed some of the questions stumped me a little bit. But, you know, hey, this is my truth. This is who I am. um, And this is why I do it. So thank you. so much for listening to today's episode on the conversations podcast it has meant a lot to me to have y'all tune in listening this is my story thank you for being a part of it remember you can keep up with us on our instagram page at conversations underscore podcast this is the end of season one Thank you for being part of this journey. We will be dropping updates and we'll begin season two. Look out for us. Thank you all again.